Welcome to Masterpiece with Jenny HK. Here, we remember the truth of who we are, playing in the field of potentiality. You are the masterpiece. You are here to create a masterpiece of a life. Hello and welcome to another episode of Masterpiece with me, Jenny HK, and I'm so excited to delve into this specific topic today. I find it fascinating. And what we're going to be talking about is physical healing and consciousness, or we could call it physical healing by anchoring into the fifth dimension. So we'll go into that. And if I didn't know better, you could even call it healing by miracles, but we all know that miracles don't really exist. They simply happen when we tap into the unseen. So let's delve in and I am going to take you on a journey with me back in time to the autumn of 2019. And the experience I'm going to talk about is actually one I had myself with my own physical health. So for context, I had been experiencing a lot of change in my life in the two years running up to this period. We'd been living in Chamonix in the mountains in France and absolutely loved it. However, based on a knowing and a directive, which is what I get, (laughs) it was time to move on. The main reason being to find an education system that felt really aligned to our children whilst having us thrive. And long story short, we ended up in Bali. Now, I have got many, many stories to share about the extraordinary events that unfolded during those two years. But one of the main themes was my husband, Babs, going on a deep personal journey. Literally from the minute he arrived in Bali, it started. And for those of you that know Bali, you'll know it's funny like that. It is a vortex and whatever is there to be seen and worked on, it will throw you into it and bring it up close and personal, which is exactly what happened. And what transpired with his journey meant that it was time for me to really take the reins for a few years on the financial front front for fully providing for the family and at the same time navigating a brand new culture a new country with the kids holding space for Babs to recover from an accident and everything that he was going through. And I got to be honest, it it was a lot. You know, I look back now and so much of it felt like such a beautiful, blissful time. And hand in hand with that, there was a lot going on and I was under pressure for sure. And that started playing out by a twinge in my lower back. Really, I mean, it was nothing new sort of had you know during my pregnancy I'd had this experience of something pressing well something a child pressing on my back in some way but by September of 2019 it really started to impact my movements and I was developing sciatica down my right leg and if you've ever had that you'll know how painful that is however life was there to continue with and I committed and was excited to be heading to Koh Samui in Thailand to co-facilitate a leadership retreat with a company Vortex that I'd co-founded and there was nothing in the world that was going to make me miss that and so I decided to go and I went but I did 
probably spend 60% of my time there flat on my back in agony. And it actually took me morphine. Thankfully, one of the clients, one of the participants there was a snowboard professional and she had some morphine on her. And that is how I managed to get home again. And once I got home, which was an excruciating journey, I then spent the following seven weeks flat on my back in bed, able to hobble just about, usually with help to the toilet because I was in so much pain. And I did the usual things. I had physio, I had acupuncture, I, in the end I had an MRI and spinal surgeon analysis. And it was very clear from this. The conclusion was that I had severely herniated some discs and the answer was spinal surgery. Now, two problems with that. Firstly, I live in Bali and I really did not feel comfortable with the skill of the surgeon's here for something like my back. Secondly, and there was just no way I could get on a plane. I mean, I really, to get out of my house was an absolute mission. So to get on a plane, there was no way. I just could not see how that was going to happen. And thirdly, and probably most importantly, I just didn't want surgery. And also at this point, I knew that I was operating in the third dimension And what I mean by that was identified a pain in my body and I was looking to treat the symptoms accordingly. Just like when you go to the doctor and there's something wrong with you and they ask for the symptoms and then they give you whatever uh, is appropriate according to that. And the emotions that went alongside that initially were frustration. So how inconvenient, annoying, (laughs) why me? Very much me in victim mode and responding to the circumstances of the pain that I was in. And then once I made it back from Thailand and I'd wallowed, let's call it wallowed, in that for a few weeks on my back, the space opened up for me then to jump more between the third and the fourth dimension of consciousness. I was still looking for pain relief and solutions, but by this point I was then exploring the reasons why. And also trying alternative healing methods, knowing full well on a cognitive level, I had the power to heal my own body. But frustratingly, I just didn't know how to do it. And it was not happening fast enough for me. But I knew from this place of fourth dimension that the pain was associated with stuck emotion of some kind. You know, that was obvious. You don't just get pain because you get pain. That much I do know. And so I started to identify all the reasons and I knew that I had been feeling a lot of pressure of responsibility and it just didn't feel like I had enough support. And I also knew that lower back issues are usually connected to support. So great. I knew. I knew why I was in pain and that knowing is a great start because it gives you something to go to work on. But what happened, it also brought with it the next round of emotions. And I remember feeling, which is quite rare for me, I remember feeling an emotion of anger. Anger that I was in this position of feeling like I had to hold everything together myself. Anger that I still had to try and work and bring in the money. And as I was in that emotion, I, I slipped back into victim. So despite being able to identify that, you know, there was something much deeper, I still with my emotion would slip back into the third dimension of victim. And that's okay, that had to play out. 
And it did. And it was actually a really good step forward. And when you do transformational work, which is really what the fourth dimension is all about, anything that helps you identify and then release emotions is a really good thing. And that's very much where I was at that stage. So there I was in pain, self-aware, having clearing conversations as to what needed to change in my life. And at the same time, trying all sorts of different healing modalities. But this is where I find we can get stuck. And it's certainly where I felt very stuck in the fourth dimension, making progress, building the awareness of what needed changing in my life. So I was looking beyond an injury, but still that pain was not subsiding and I didn't really feel like I was getting anywhere. And then I moved through anger and the next wave of emotion was fear. And that kicked in. What if I couldn't heal this myself? What if I couldn't get off the island and I was not going to be able to walk properly again? Self-doubt started to creep in and then I would judge myself that I hadn't managed to master this despite knowing it was possible. And the core of the work that I do with is that we are this pure creative potential energy which cannot be damaged. It's what I talk to clients about all the time and that I was okay and I just couldn't grasp it. It all felt very elusive. Like I knew this again, like I said, I knew this on a cognitive level, but I couldn't drop into the deeper knowing. And then after several weeks, after I had exhausted all that I knew to do, something finally shifted. And what happened is I let go. And letting go was exactly what I needed to do. And I know that is easier said than done. And I know that we can't just do it on command. Some people can, but in this instant, I couldn't do it on command. I had to go through this particular journey for my own consciousness to have a chance to catch up with myself. And so the key word at this point was surrender. Surrender to my bed surrender to Netflix, surrender to receiving and having meals brought to me, and more than anything, surrendering to not being able to fix this. And as that happened, gradually, my body started to relax a little bit. In fact, I would almost say that I was beginning to enjoy the time where I could literally do nothing. Friends would swing by and we'd chat, I'd read novels, I'd watch movies, and yeah, I, I remember actually quite fondly that time of surrender. And then one day my daughter came home from school with a book that her teacher had given her about back pain. <laughs> and I remember, you know, when she gave it to me, I actually groaned a little bit. I was like, oh, I was really over trying to fix this. And I was over people trying to help me, actually. But what happened was quite amusing the following day. <laughs> I was alone in the house and my battery had run out on my laptop. And the charging lead had fallen down the side of my bed and I couldn't reach it. I couldn't bend over enough to reach it. And so the only thing available to me was this book, which I ignored for a bit. And then finally I picked it up and started reading it. And to be honest, it was a pretty dry reading. And I, as I was making my way through it, 
a message pinged through from a friend in Bali who'd heard that I was struggling with back pain. And his message was something to the effect of, I know this is the last thing you need, which is more advice, but I highly recommend this book. And what do you know? It was the very same book that I was reading. And he said that in the past, he had had 10 years of back pain. And within reading 20 pages of this very same book, it subsided. And so I checked where I was in the book and I was 100 pages in and I was still in pain. However, it was just what I needed, a little glimmer of added hope. And hope in these these circumstances can be priceless. Hearing someone else's story of healing, it added to the belief that I had been cultivating while sitting in the fourth dimension. And this is why to me, stories sharing are so important. What we hear in other people's stories can really, really benefit us. And then, two-thirds of the way through the book, I felt it. The knowing dropped in. Not a belief anymore. A deep, deep, deep knowing that I was okay. That I'd got this. That I would no longer have any problems with my back. And the only thing that I remember from the book, if anyone's to ask me about it, was that the pain was likely just stored tension in the muscles. And I'd known this, but this time it dropped in. It was a realization. And a realization is the bridge between the fourth and the fifth dimension. That is where the magic happens. It was a deep remembrance of who I really am at a soul and spirit level and that I am the creative energy from which everything is made and that I can't be anything else than okay. And in short, what had happened whilst reading this book, I'd tapped into a higher level of self-awareness. And as I did that, the 3D tension and the 4D searching for answers to fix me fell away. I was not even broken in the first place. And yet the funny thing is when Babs, my husband, came home and I excitedly told him like, you never guess what, it's okay, it's okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I've got this, I'm going to heal this. He is looking at me like I'm an absolute lunatic because I was still lying in the bed in pain. I still couldn't move, but I knew it just hadn't shown up yet into my physical reality. Now, the next morning, we had planned a trip to a consultant in Bali because he really, Babs really wanted me to still go and see them. And I obliged because I also wanted to respect him and the fact that he had worked so hard at looking after me, sorting out the insurance and running around, looking after the kids and all the things. But I remember propped up in pillows in the car on the way, I remember thinking, what? I don't really know why I'm going. I'm absolutely okay and this is a nice trip out so I'm just going to go with it. When he arrived he went into reception to sort out all the paperwork and I hung back in the car to avoid any unnecessary movement and then it just so happened that we were asked to move on. The car that I was in had to move so I decided to make my way into the hospital with the help of a driver. As I arrived into reception, there was a sofa there and I sat down 
And then the penny dropped. I hadn't been able to sit down in weeks. So I stood up and I sat down and I stood up and I sat down and I was like, Bows, look, 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 I can stand up, I can sit down. And he's looking at me just absolutely gobsmacked. And as that was happening, the, the consultant asked me to come on in and come in for the appointment. I sat down in the chair in her room and my MRI was up in the screen and she's going through what she's seeing and basically saying, I have no idea how you've coped with this level of pain. And normally we would try muscle relaxants and a few things to start with, but clearly this needs surgery. And I smiled at her and I said, thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm okay. It's okay. I don't need anything. And she looked at me like I was mad. (laughs) And I turned to Babs and I said, you got to trust me here. I am okay. I know I'm okay. And to his credit, he absolutely did. And I just said, we're going to leave now. And I stood up and I walked out of that consultant's office. I walked back into the car. And for the first time in absolutely weeks, we drove home, stopping at a restaurant on the way. The next day I found myself scooting down to the beach and had a bit of walk along the beach. Everything was fine. And three weeks later, I was sitting on a plane for 17 hours, bearing in mind I hadn't been able to sit, flying back to Europe. And the day after we arrived, I walked in the mountains in Italy for 19 kilometers. I have never had an issue with my back since. It feels stronger now than ever. And so this is my first-hand example of how a realization, an insight, a deeper knowing dropping in, a knowing of who I truly am, my true self, that I am source energy, that I am a creator. Anything that I was holding on to like tension simply didn't need to be there and it fell away. It was a jump in consciousness. I jumped into a different perceptual reality and my entire experience of life changed in an instant. Now, as you'll see through my story, I didn't get there straight away. I did lie in victim and I lay in the healing space for some time. And you can't predict when you're going to get these insights, but you can continue to look in the direction of possibility. And I always knew it was possible. I know it's possible to heal myself. I put myself in those circles where I read about other people doing it. And that is a really good starting point, opening your mind to the field of potentiality, possibility. So for example, I would read books like Joe Dispenza's Supernatural. And the book that I was reading that helped me heal my back was Healing Back Pain by Dr. John Sarno. And I know that thousands of people have had these sudden healings reading this book because essentially what it is, is a transmission. It's that simple. It wasn't that I was special. I don't have any powers that you don't have or anyone else has. We all have the ability to heal ourselves. And do we have the 
consciousness to continue to look in that direction, even when, even when you're in so much pain and it feels like no progress is happening. And so in short, my route was one, it's happening for me. So that's when I jumped from the third to the fourth dimension. So victim to transformation. Once I was in the fourth dimension, in the dimension of transformation, that's when you start to get curious and you're able to do that. There was a level of understanding and relief to some of the suffering. And then the next thing, number three, was to look in the direction of who I truly am, arming myself with the truth that I am a powerful creator and that I do have the power to heal myself. And surrendering is what gave me the perfect conditions to receive the insight, the realization that I needed. And I am so, so grateful for this experience as it showed me personally what was possible. And yes, I've heard other people's stories. And yes, those stories play a big part in my story. So keep looking in the direction of stories of people that have achieved what seems like miracles, because if someone's achieved it, it isn't a miracle. And I hope, I hope that by listening to this, something lodges in your own psyche, a remembrance of who you truly are and what happens when you get curious and you play in the field of potentiality. And you play with jumping from one level of consciousness to another. And that is all about self-awareness. It's where the magic lies. It's the remembrance that you are the magic. Thank you so much for listening. I'm honored you're here and delighted to hear any feedback and insights that have landed for you. So please do connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny HK. And if there's anyone you'd love to share this with, please do.